Hello, everyone. Muffin also says hello. Uh, content warning for this episode. Uh, there's discussion of pet injury and death. Um, but they are brief, and most of the episode is very cute animal stories. Um, be sure to check out the description, because there will be a link to Stream of Consciousness stuff. And I hope you have a great day. Bye. Good morning, everyone. I always... I always have to stop and think and try to remember when I publish these episodes. I've been publishing these episodes at the same time, on the same day, for three years. How do I keep forgetting? Anyways. Hi, it's me, Elise. Hi, it's me, Robert Denby. Hey, you're back. Yeah. Hey. Prehistoric reptile lizard experience. Oh, yeah, that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. I think. I did I, a podcast on it earlier this year. So, like, go I, back and re-watch. Listen. I know I haven't said this on podcasts, but I did see that movie in theaters as a, a youngin. Mm -hmm. And I had it on VHS. I had it on VHS. So... I think I said it before, but I think that movie just kind of, like, would appear in your house if you were of a certain age. Like, no yeah. one ever bought it. It would just exist one day, and you'd be like, well, guess I'm watching this. It's a very yeah, silly movie. God. And then I looked up fanfic for it, and boy, how oh, do you... Jesus. Never what... do that. Well, I was curious. I was like... Surely someone read, wrote fanfic about it. And there was a really, really gross one. But we're not going to talk about the gross one. Instead, we're here to talk about uh, cute pet stories. Because my voice is gone from doing a seven-hour stream yesterday. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, I used to do 26-hour streams. Yeah, I... A long time ago. I, mm. That was unwise. If, if I tried to do that again today, I would probably die. But I did keep up the, uh, the tradition of me playing a Pokemon game that involves Johto and getting hopelessly stuck in Goldenrod for a very long time. At least this time I didn't get stuck on Misty. Wait, I can probably find Misty to re-challenge her. I should look that up. Doesn't matter. Cute bed stories! You have a cat! Yes, I have Edith. And she is very cute. Mm -hmm. She is a void cat. Yes, she is a void cat. Um, but let's see. I was gonna um, start by talking about uh, the two cats that I had when I was a kid and a teenager. Oh, yes, please. Um, Gray and Chewy were their names. I had, when I was born, we, my family had a cat called Gray Cat. Mm. He was a calico. Or not, not a calico. Yeah. A, um, he was a calico. Yeah, Gray was, she could be annoying, but she was a very, very cute, very loving cat. Mm -hmm. Um, Chewy was more of a, an asshole cat. 
Still I'm, very cute, would be affectionate, but asshole. I'm assuming his name was Chewy because he had a certain activity he liked to engage with. Um, no, just, I think it was just, uh, from Chewbacca. Oh, really? I was going to make a Chewbacca joke, but I was like, nah, that's probably not what it's from. But yeah, Silly uh, me. Actually, it's interesting. Maud's uh, shelter name was uh, Chewy. And, God, that's right. Edith was Leia. But, yeah. Oh. Um, Did you adopt the two of them at the same time? Yeah, they were a bonded pair. Oh, that's cute. And it will have been uh, ten years since I've gotten since I got them uh, next month. Damn. Were but, they yeah, for for people they... who don't know? Uh, sadly, this year uh, I lost Maud. She was a very good cat. Um, uh, check your cat's uh, uh, jaws and uh, and chins because. Uh, she had a tumor there, and that's what uh, what got her. Yeah, I give Muffin lots of chin scratches. Mm -hmm. I never, I mean, obviously I never met Maud because we live in different states, but she seemed like a very good cat. Oh, she was. Um, she was smart, too. Like, uh, Maud uh, is... Edith has never attempted to do this, but I still have uh, child locks on the cabinet where I keep uh, the cat food and treats mm -hmm. uh, because Maud um, a couple years into me having her uh, started to open that cabinet up go get the uh, the treats and just uh, and just eat them oh um to the to the point where like I if I forgot to put the child locks on and I was gone for maybe 15 20 minutes to like go get groceries or something I there was one time I came back I opened the door Maud is standing in front of the door just chowing down on a, a bag of greenies <laughs> and it doesn't even look at or acknowledge me coming into the apartment. It's and so I have rich. to like pick her up and get the greenies away from her and put the remains in a plastic bag because she had shredded the bag that it had come in. And Edith would be like off to the side looking uh looking very sorry at me. <laughs> Cats are very good at looking sorry. Yeah. Maud had no no qualms about doing that though. She would even do that while I would be sitting at my desk, which is, uh, the treat cabinet is directly behind me. What are you going to do about it? You can't make her not eat the treats. I mean, exactly. I think also sometimes she would just do it as like, hey, I want a treat. Give me a treat. Um, She's a very smart, independent, uh... Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't need one man. thing. One thing that always amazed me with her is that I had a little, uh, a little laser pointer toy. Mm -hmm. She knew that I was the one who controlled that, and also where it was. Like she would tap my desk drawer where it was when she wanted to play with it. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, speaking of cats being smart, I think one of my favorite uh, things was when I, uh, this was back when I had brain chewy and I was living at my parents' house, but we would keep their uh, vet carrier in uh, the part of our basement that was just kind of not finished. Um, and we would bring it up to uh, the first floor bathroom. Um, and the procedure was you pick up the cat, take them into that bathroom, put them into the carrier. Um, Chewy could open that bathroom door. Hmm. Um, and one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen a cat do, uh, she opened that door uh, when we had the uh, the carrier in there. Uh, Gray is walking, is just happens to be walking by. Chewy goes up to Gray, puts her nose against Gray's nose, all of a sudden, Gray's expression changes completely, and she just turns her head to look at me like, you are not getting me in that uh, carrier. Rascal-to-rascal <laughs> uh, rascal communication. Yeah, exactly. It was... I will never forget that. Um... Yeah, God. Um, yeah, Gray also was just such a shy cat um, when it came to, like, strangers. And even when it would come to, like, me or my folks, like, they, both Gray and Chewy would freak out when my dad would sneeze. And it was so funny bringing uh, Edith and Maud home to them because my dad would sneeze and Edith and Maud did not. It did not register to them. Oh, that's nice. But, like, they would clear the room. Uh, Gray and Chewy would clear the room if my dad sneezed. Um, but, yeah, despite being the shy one, like, Gray was the one who got up on our roof and had to be uh, coaxed back in. Oh. That was an interesting day. Yeah. Especially because she was so completely casual about it. Like, she just went over to the chimney and just sniffed it. Didn't seem to register to her that anything was wrong or uh, dangerous about what she was doing. But oh, yeah, my dad God. had to, like, coax her back into the into the house. And apparently, she freaked out when she first saw him come out through the window. <laughs> but then was fine with just jumping back in. Um... God, okay. Um, have you ever had to move with uh, Muffin? No. Um, I moved into my current apartment um, before adopting Muffin. God, that's that's lucky. Moving with cats is not fun. Yeah. Um... Especially because uh, I've had it happen twice where... They hid in spaces I did not even know about. Like, right after uh, being, uh, uh, like, right after coming in. Uh, I actually uh, cut myself up pretty bad uh, when I moved to the apartment that I'm currently in. Uh, because uh, after 
like getting everything uh, put away, I could not find Edith and Maud. And it turns out they were behind the uh, the stovetop and oven. Oh no! Uh, there was like a gap uh, area that they managed to get into. Um, and I tried to wait them out for like, you know, probably an hour or two. And then finally I just gave up, pulled, uh, that back as far as I could. I didn't realize at the time, but I actually, uh, uh, cut the gas line. Oh no. So that had to be fixed too. Um, oh, but, that's, uh, that's I had scary. to like lean into that tiny little gap behind the uh, the stove and the oven and, like, lift them out. And, oh. uh, yeah. Uh, definitely suffered a couple cuts because of that. Yeah, that's... Um, and that's then uh, put uh, remaining, like, bits of wood over that that gap so they could never get down there again. Good call. Muffin. And they were covered in uh, just dust bunnies and grease and hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, muffins. But... No, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say they were otherwise fine. Oh, that's that's good at least. Just really spooked by, oh no, we're in a completely new place again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muffin, whenever she hides, just goes under my bed. Um, and then, for a while, she she currently is a hiding place I haven't found yet. Um, I found one of her other hiding places. She hid in my closet, like, behind some clothing. Mm. Um, and I remember that was... I discovered that right before um, one of my surgeries. And I was terrified... The muffin had gone somewhere to just like pass on, because I was mm. just super paranoid. Because I was like, "What? What is the worst thing that could possibly happen to me right before the surgery?" And I was like, "Oh, muffin dying." She she didn't. She's here. Yeah. She is currently loafing uh, in my general vicinity because she likes to. Aww. She's very into parallel play, so she just hangs out near me a lot. Um, she's also she also knows that I'm the person who does um the laser pointer. But she doesn't like red laser pointers. She only likes this blue one I got from uh Zenny. Huh. Because they gave like a free blue laser pointer. To me, when I ordered some glasses to show how these glasses blocked blue light. And I was like, okay, this is really weird. Uh, And then I used it for Muffin to play with, and she fucking loved it. Refuses to go back to red laser pointers. Um, God, let's see, what was the other... Oh, I mean, related to that, this was actually the apartment I... I lived in before the apartment they got behind the oven. But when I moved to, uh, to Philadelphia, like after the most like grueling drive, which was them 
in their cat carriers in the back seat behind me, just screaming and yowling the entire way between uh, New York and Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So like two and a half hours of that. Um, uh, we get there. I think at that point, um, it had, the apartment was already like furnished. Uh, like it already had all my stuff in it, but like I got them there. I had to return the uh, that rental car to like the the airport there, so it was a long process of like getting uh, to Philly, then getting the car back, and then um, I could not find Edith and Maud in the apartment, um, mm. and I was really scared. Like I thought they had gotten out. Like I went out. Uh, into the hallway, like looked around, tried to see if there were any like vents or or doors or things that they could have gotten in. And there was this tiny little opening under uh, my uh, the bathroom like sink, mm-hmm. and both of them were just jammed in there, <laughs> uh, just as scared as they could possibly be. And I was so relieved. <laughs> And they didn't uh, really hide there much after that. But man, that that was a scary like thirty minutes when I could not find either of them. Yeah. Um, but God, cats are, uh, cats are very good at making us uh, nervous. I find not like us, as in. Me and you specifically, I mean us as in like the greater humanity. Yeah. Um but God, and now I should probably get into um when I first uh got them, uh, my folks lived about an hour away from me. Uh uh I was living in New York City, they uh lived about an hour away from the city. Um so some weekends uh uh i would just come home with edith and maude um and my parents had this uh incredibly friendly just the sweetest golden doodle you have ever met named weeby and he had no idea what to do with edith and maude because he had been with um, Gray and Chewy when they were in like their twilight years, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so he had been around older cats. But all of a sudden, these were kittens. Like they were five months old when I got them. So not not oh, wow. kittens, kittens, but they were old enough that they were. Uh, had like grown into their comical little kitten bodies. I, I don't know. I'd say kitten is anything under a year. Yeah. So that's definitely but, still a kitten. Not like a newborn, though. But like Weeby just was kind of curious, but also terrified of them. Mm. And especially because he had been like, you know, he had been trained. Uh, he didn't get up on on furniture. Um, you know, he was a very good uh, a very good boy, and he did not understand why these little uh, voids would just 
tear ass around the entire house and jump up on furniture and just generally cause chaos. Mm-hmm. And he he would just look at us sometimes like, are they invisible to you? Are you not getting what's happening here? Aww. I mean, especially when we would be in like the uh, the the living room at night, we would be sitting on the couch. Edith and Maud would just be running all over the house, you know, um, just going everywhere they could, and and poor Weeby was just sitting there like, I think I'm the only one that can hear them. Um, and God, Maud did not like. Uh, Weeby, unless she was just actively messing with him, like she would get in his bed and just do that cat thing of just flopping and rubbing herself all over the bed, like right smack dab in the middle of it, so that he couldn't get into it. And then when he would like try to get up close to her, she would just smack him on the nose. Aww. Um, Edith, on the other hand, kind of liked him. I think she got that he was just a big softy. So they would uh they would tolerate each other, but yeah, it God, it was funny. Yeah. So uh I'm gonna tell a quick story about my own family dog, and then we're gonna have to quit because my throat hurts. Um so we had a dog named Sandy, uh, who was very lovable and dumb as shit. Uh she was also very quiet. She never barked. Um, on the entire ride home, until we got her home, and she saw our cat Jiffy, and she barked at Jiffy, and that was like, that was the day Jiffy went from being the family's cat to being my cat, because Sandy was not allowed in my room, so Jiffy just lived in my room. Aww. Except, um, my family didn't believe in litter boxes, so we let our cats go outside. Ew. For those who don't know, keep your cats the fuck inside. If you let your cats go outside, you're cutting their lifespans in half. If yeah. you're lucky. Uh, also, they're going to kill a lot of wildlife. And they're going to devastate the local ecosystem. Uh, but anyways, uh, Sandy lived like a surprisingly long time for how big she was. Because, you know, bigger dogs tend to live not as long as smaller dogs, and she was a mutt of, like, several kinds of labs and shepherds and shit. Um, and she got real senile in her old age, uh, to the point where at one point it didn't look good, and it didn't look like she was gonna make it much longer. Um, like, she was having problems getting up, she was having problems, um, like, getting to food and stuff. And then one day, she fell down the steps on her back deck and Mm. hit her head. And apparently, she hit her head hard enough that she forgot she was dying, and thus she wasn't dying anymore. Huh. It was so weird. But she got better. Um, And then... And then just one day, uh, she was in my family's living room, and... She just let a bit. She just let out a big sigh, and that was it. Mm. So she died somewhere warm. Oh, which is 
Which is nice. That's all he could have asked for. I, uh, can I do one more uh, story? Go ahead. Okay. So back uh, in like the early aughts, uh, my family moved from the South to uh, New York State. Um, so we got to deal with uh, mice being in the house for the first time. Oh, well, okay. Um, actually, knowingly I'll, in the house for the first time. Yeah, like you would. Every, every house would has find, mice. Yeah, it, it, it's it's New York State. Every house has has mice in it. You know, you would find droppings, or you would see like a mouse go by. We got like um, actually this one brief story, and then one uh, longer story. Uh, we got sticky traps. Uh, one night, we were all woken up by the loudest racket, um, which was uh, Chewy had reached under a uh, door into the. Uh, the unfinished part of the basement and gotten her paw stuck on a sticky trap and then proceeded to just flop and try to get herself off of the sticky trap um, until we all came downstairs at like three of them were going, what the fuck is happening? What is uh, uh? Um, Only to see Chewie with this big black sticky mouse trap on her foot. Um, and we got it off of her fine. Um, but, uh, the other thing that happened is one morning, uh, my mom puts on, or no, my mom sees, uh, Chewy, uh, loving up against, uh, her shoes, which, you know, cats will sometimes do, um, you know, rubbing her head against it. Um, like she was really proud of something. My mom puts on her shoe and there's a lump in it. Um, and, uh, she... She's like, well, that's weird, but I've got stuff to do, so I'm going to, you know, go around a bit today. Um, so she uh, goes out, you know, runs errands, uh, probably drops me off somewhere, uh, comes back home, um, takes her shoes off, and then puts them on again. And it's like, God, that, that lump, what is that? She looks into her shoe, and she can see little tiny mouse feet sticking out uh, <gasps> from the... Uh, from the back of the shoe. We had killed a mouse and uh, oh. and put it in her shoe. Oh, that's less cute. <laughs> it, it's funny. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, uh, Gray and Chewie hadn't encountered mice before either. Um, so this was like, oh, there's a new thing for us to hunt. Um and it only happened occasionally, but they would sometimes uh, find mice. And thankfully, they would not dismember them. They would just uh, tire them out until they died, basically. But yeah, that was my last little cat story. Uh, that's cute. But hey, you know, thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, sorry, this is a bit shorter. But thanks for listening to the podcast. And thank you for guessing. Uh, Robert Denny, oh, especially on such, especially on such short notice. Yeah, I I figure I owe you from how many times I've had to DM you like, hey, uh, two days from now, can you do a movie? Yeah. Hey, speaking of, what's that about? What do you mean me doing a movie with you? Oh, uh, 
I uh, run a thing with uh, my buddy, a Swamp Wolf, that is a uh, film and TV discussion space called Stream of Consciousness. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes there are uh, scheduling conflicts because of Swamp's uh, work schedule, so I have to bring Elise to help me talk about the uh, the movies and TV shows. And luckily, uh, I have no social life, so I'm usually free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, yeah, but, uh, uh, I'll include a link to uh, your Twitter or something. Uh, I've got Blue Sky um, and Twitter. It, either either or is fine. Both have uh, links to the uh, the Discord. Okay, uh, I will do that. Uh, but hey, thanks for listening, and uh, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and the next one. Bye. Bye bye.